0: Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Matthew. Today is episode 854, and we'll look at Matthew chapter 27, verses 27 to 31. Let's read the passage. Then the governor's soldiers took Jesus into the governor's residence and gathered the whole company around him. They stripped him and dressed him in a scarlet robe. They twisted together a crown of thorns, put it on his head, and placed a staff in his right hand. And they knelt down before him and mocked him, Hail, King of the Jews! Then they spat on him, took the staff, and kept hitting him on the head. After they had mocked him, they stripped him of the robe, put his own clothes on him, and led him away to crucify him. This is the Gospel according to Matthew. Matthew's writing this gospel, this account of the ministry of Jesus, to convince people that Jesus is the Messiah. We're almost to the end of Matthew's gospel. This is the last day of Jesus's life. He had been arrested, in quotation marks, last night at the Garden of Gethsemane. And that was where we went through the whole thing of they didn't really have a charge yet. So this mob went and grabbed him, took him to the high priest so they could examine him, and find a charge to charge him with. They challenged him about, was he the Messiah? He gave an affirmative answer, and they said, well, we've heard the blasphemy. He needs to die. Then they had to figure out how to convince the Roman governor, Pilate, to execute him. So they tried to make him out to be some kind of insurrectionist, a threat to Roman rule. They took him to Pilate, the governor. Pilate saw he didn't deserve death and somewhat tried to release Jesus, so he offered to release Jesus or Barabbas to the crowd. The crowd called for the release of Barabbas and sent Jesus to be crucified. So that's where we pick it up now. He's already been flogged, so he's already in pretty bad shape. Verse 27. Then the governor's soldiers took Jesus into the governor's residence and gathered the whole company around him. Now, it sounds like this is the governor's house. Now, this this is probably Herod's former palace, King Herod. The governor doesn't normally live in Jerusalem. The governor lives in Caesarea, but he comes to Jerusalem often, and this is the headquarters for him when he comes there. And so it's also the garrison for the troops that are there with him. There's normally a garrison of troops in the corner of the temple complex, the Anatolia Fortress, it's called. And that's where the Roman soldiers came and rescued Paul when he was about to be killed by the crowd. But here, this is probably Herod's former palace, and this is where the governor comes and hangs when he's in Jerusalem. So, when it says took him into the governor's residence, basically took him into the building. This is a big, big building because this was all taking place outside in the courtyard where people could see. And it says gathered the whole company. Well, the word that gets translated company here is also translated as cohort. Now, cohort is a technical term, basically means one tenth of a legion or 600 troops. But it could also be used in an informal sense of basically the group of soldiers. So are there 600 soldiers here? Probably not. And they're all duty? No. What it basically means is gathered the soldiers that were there around. Verse 28. They stripped him and dressed him in a scarlet robe. Now word you translated robe here is a, it's a special. It's not just any robe. It, some translations say military robe. This is the term used specifically to translate for the short outer garment that a soldier would wear. And it's red. What are they doing? Well, they're mocking him, and they're dressing him up like a king. And they're just taking what they have on hand. So somebody finds a red outer garment that looks kind of fancy and throws it on Jesus to make it look like he's some kind of royalty. Verse 29, they twisted together a crown of thorns, put it on his head, and placed a staff in his right hand. Well, the crown of thorns, is that meant primarily to be the thorns as pain to push down on his head? Or is it just basically something somebody grabbed off of a nearby thorn bush and put together? Probably both. Remember, they're mocking him. They're dressing him up to look like some kind of royalty because he is the king of the Jews and they're mocking him. They knelt down before him and mocked him, Hail, King of the Jews. Verse 30, Then they spat on him, took the staff, and kept hitting him on the head. After they had mocked him, they stripped him of the robe, put his own clothes on him, and led him away to crucify him. Now remember back in Chapter 20, verses 18 and 19, Jesus' final prediction of his death. He said that they were going to Jerusalem and that he would be handed over to the Gentiles to be mocked, flogged, and crucified, and on the third day he will be raised. So he's been flogged. He's been handed over to the Gentiles. He was mocked in the council of the Sanhedrin. Remember, as soon as they condemned him to death, they mocked him. They uh, blindfolded him and smacked him in the head and said, prophesy who's hitting you. And now he's been condemned to death by Pilate, and the soldiers are mocking him. And in both cases, this mocking, they're saying things that are actually true. They're saying it in a mocking way. Hey, he's a prophet, and they're mocking him about that. He's the king of the Jews. They're mocking him about that. When he's on the cross, they'll be mocking him. He says he's the Messiah. But in all these cases, what they're saying are actually true things. There's a big irony here. These Gentile soldiers are mocking him, saying he's the king of the Jews. Well, actually, he is the king of the Jews. In verse 31, they stripped him of the robe, put his own clothes on him, and led him away to crucify him. The normal mode of crucifixion for the Romans was the victim was naked, and was paraded through the streets naked, and taken to the place of execution, and crucified naked. Now here, they probably stripped him naked to flog him, so there's no chance of any clothing protecting him, because the the whip takes a lot of flesh off, but they've put clothes back on him to parade him through the town, and that's probably in light of the Jewish sensibilities about nudity. And so so they don't scandalize the entire town. They go ahead and put his clothes back on him, take him to the place of execution, and then they will take his clothes away from him there and crucify him naked. Now, why does Matthew include all these details? he's just showing the irony of people saying things that are actually true, but saying them in a a mocking way, where they're making fun of him for being the king of the Jews. They're making fun of him for being a prophet. They're making fun of him for being the Messiah, making fun of him for being the son of God. All these things they say are actually true. And in Reality, they're actually killing the Messiah. They're killing the King of the Jews. They're killing the Son of God and yet mocking him the whole time. You might say this seems awfully unprofessional for the troops. These guys, this is what they do they execute people. And so don't expect a, a lot of kindness and compassion for a bunch of executioners. And it wouldn't be Uh, clean, sterile execution like we might expect today, first you beat them nearly to death. It was very violent, very humiliating, and intentionally so. It was meant to be the most vile, violent, humiliating death that they could think of. And the whole point was to make a public spectacle of it so that The average person sees that and says, there's no way I'm going to cross the Roman government. And so these guys are are acting very violent. They are acting very humiliating toward Jesus because it's the way the process is intended to be carried out. So they finished beating him. They finished mocking him. And now they're taking him away to actually crucify him to kill him. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Matthew.